a lot of singles think they want a relationship right now, but they're not ready. You can't answer a question when I ask a question like, what does a healthy and long lasting relationship looks like to you? I'm getting people that can't answer the question. Dr. Viv here and welcome again on Reset with Dr. Viv. Today I've got a guest with me, Angela Walker. And Angela is a certified relationship coach with over 10 years of experience. She's the author of How to Resolve Any Relationship Issue and she has dedicated her life to helping singles and couples design relationship strategies that are comprehensive and customized for their specific relationship needs. I'm so pleased to have Angela on. But before we get on to Angela, guys, if you're not already subscribed to the YouTube channel, please do. If you're not already subscribed to the podcast, please do. I'm like, I'm like, what's going on, guys? What's the delay? Press subscribe now, 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 now. <laughs> and if you're not already connected with me on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, please connect with me. I look forward to you know connecting and meeting meeting you as well. All links are in description. Right, Angela, how are we doing? I am wonderful. Thank you, Doctor Viv, for having me. So excited to be here with you. Oh no, the pleasure is mine. You know to to have you on and come and share your wisdom, especially in this in this period. Um, so. Angela, tell me, like, your relationship coach, how did it all start? Oh, wow. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for asking me that. You know, I normally call myself a loveaholic, and I just love love. It doesn't matter. Uh, my past is I was married for 14 years. I have five children. And, you know, I was just like most people when they get married, they, you know, they're looking for a very positive future. They're looking to grow old with their significant other. You know, you're looking for the house, the, the businesses, um, everything that it comes with happiness. And I had that for the first 10 years. The last four years was living hell. And although I went through a divorce, I never stopped wanting to explore and express love. Most of the times we tend to shy away from it when we've been hurt um, and paralyzed from it. We tend to say, I don't want to remarry. I don't want to give my heart to someone else. And I understand that. I just never gave up on love. Uh, was I bitter through those times? I was very bitter. You know, I would, could honestly say for years, after the divorce, I hated all men, if I could just be quite honest with you. Uh, the male species, <laughs> I did not like. I was angry. And when I dug deep into why I was angry, I was angry because why did it this work? Why did it this work? And the journey started after the divorce, the divorce, and I found myself losing everything in the home, the cars, the businesses. And I found myself having to ask myself a question, Angela, how did you get here? 
how did you get here? And a lot of times we don't want to ask that question, Dr. Viv, because it requires us to answer it. It requires us to look at ourselves because we love to point the finger at someone else because if we point it at us, it makes us the villain. And who wants to be the villain? You want to be the hero. But I had to answer that question. When I found myself after the divorce and I lost everything, I had to ask myself a question. And that question was why and how did you get here? And I had to answer that question, Dr. Viv. And when I answered the question, it took me back to where the breakdown was in my marriage. And I can only speak for myself. I cannot speak for the other party. But when, I, when you look at yourself, you have to answer that question. You have to look at you. Stop looking at the other person. Take responsibility. Mm-hmm. And what I realized is I had a disabled child from birth. She had cerebral palsy. Uh, she recently passed away uh, November 2019. And... When I had her, I really became an unlicensed nurse. Literally, I wanted to learn everything there was about this disease. I wanted to know how to administer medication. I was in her room day and night because I did not want to skip a beat, sort of say. However, the flip side of that, now when you look at that, let me pause. When you look at that, how heroic as a mother, what mother wouldn't understand that? What, what person wouldn't say, kudos to you, you stood by your child. But on the flip side, I neglected everything else in my life, including my husband. And this is neglect sexually. This is neglect emotionally, whatever. But I had to take responsibility for that and see the role that I played in that. This is going to answer your question. Why relationship coach? Why do I want to do this? It's pretty personal to me because had I known to reach out to prof- a professional for help, they would have been able to tell me what I was neglecting because I couldn't see it. I was blind. I was just totally involved with my daughter. I would have been able to hear those things. They could have worked with me on those things and it could have saved something. I am very passionate to help couples salvage their relationships uh, and, and actually create healthy and long-lasting relationships. In my bio, when you just spoke about who I am and where I come from, I'm glad you mentioned relationship coach, and I'm glad you mentioned the fact that I help couples design, because I believe there are no two couples the same. There's no relationship the same. So I help couples design what works for their relationship, not what your mother relationship looks like, not what your friend's relationship looks like, what works for you and your partner. And when I have my model bearing my scars to help other heal, it has actually been beneficial to my practice because people are able to see that I've been there, I've done that, and I understand where you are, but you don't have to stay where you are. So it is a very personal thing for me, Dr. Viv, and I love just seeing people relationships thrive. This is so deep, Angela. This is so, like, wow, you are a strong woman, I have to say. Like, you know, there's so many touching points there. Um, You know, when you talk of having a daughter, a child, and I'm so sorry for your loss um, and and how you had to, you know, go through that. I think there is so much power in even being able to look back to see where did it go wrong and even being able to take responsibility because that is hard and it's often easier for many people to 
blame someone else or blame the other person for it. So how did you bring yourself to that point of, will I say, analyzing and owning, owning it? By me first blaming the other person. <laughs> you weren't ready for that answer. You were not ready for that. <laughs> By me blaming the other person. And after that got old, <laughs> you know, after that got stale, after I hit the end of the road with that, we all have a conscience and we all know, although we're saying something out of our mouths, when you're laying down in your bed at night and it is only you, you are left alone with the truth. <laughs> and because I was left alone with the truth, it allowed me to nitpick at me. It allowed me to say, hold on. It takes two to tango. What part did you play? And it took me there. And that was an ugly place for me to see. Because again, who wants to see that they had anything to do with anything negative in their relationship? No one wants to see that. So it, it, it was an ugly place for me, but it was a necessary place for me because it caused me to change the, the, the total direction of my life. It caused me to begin to see every moment that I live, to live in that moment. And this is what I teach my clients. Every moment, live in the moment. I know you're used to your spouse and you're going out to dinner and you know you see the couples they're eating and they don't have to talk because they know each other so well. You know, they can just eat and they can, and that's it. However, I teach you're out to eat. Enjoy the scenery. Enjoy the, the aroma. Enjoy one another. Talk. Pay attention to the plate. Sometimes we're in restaurants, and I'm only using this as an isolated example, but I know you know where I'm coming from. Sometimes we're looking, we have our food that's delivered to our tables, Dr. Viv, and we couldn't tell you when we left that restaurant what kind of design was in that plate. Was it flowers? Was it stripes? We don't know what it is because we don't take the time to live in the moment and embrace the moment. When I, just, when I had to look at myself, I realized a shortcoming was this. You wasn't living in your moment. Yes, you had a disabled child, and yes, you loved your child. But if you would have given some time over here as well and shared that time, it would have made you no less than a mother. Live in your moment, embrace your moment, and do not neglect anything about your moment. Wow. 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 I, I honestly, this is some deep truth, deep, deep truth, because when you're, when one is hurting, it's, it's difficult to often see that bit, you know? And I think sometimes it's also difficult for other people to see where you are in that journey and in that process, because it's easier to just tell people, Oh, just move forward, just move on. Or, you know, but people are processing things that they're not processing. And so keeping it in, if I can ask you like, how long do you think it took you to get to that point? Because I feel like I need people to understand the power of process because you've just said, I, I, no, I asked you the question, how did you get to that point? And you started off by telling me by first blaming. So you, you, know, you I didn't expect that answer, but that was a truth because when we are hurting, we hurt. So to move from that to a point where you get to say, you know what, I'm taking responsibility of my bed and being able to look back, that was powerful. That was process. 
How long was that for you? That was five years. Five years of being angry. Mm. Five years of denying my part. Not thinking about anyone else that was wounded. Although I'm talking about my, my ex and my marriage, I had children. I have five children. A lot of people was affected, Dr. Viv. Five years, I never acknowledged anyone but my hurt. When it got to the point where I had to, to, to say, this is getting old. Girl, what are you really angry about? What are you really mad about? That's when that pivotal moment happened. I went through two years after the five years of being angry, two years of going on an emergency self-discovery journey. And that journey looked like this. Once I answered those questions, I had to say, who are you? Who are you, Angela? Why are you here? And I don't mean, why are you here in, in, in Florida? I mean, why are you here on this earth? And I had to go back, Dr. Viv, till I was five years old. And, and the reason I had to go back that far, it was the time where I was innocent and I was not programmed by anyone else telling me how I should look, how I should speak, how I should dress, how I should act. Those were the times where my parents allowed me to run, do flips, do whatever I wanted to do. They, those were the times I was allowed to sing karaoke and pretend that I knew how to sing just like Michael Jackson. You know, and it was accepted. It, it wasn't those times when I matured and, and got tainted with this world's view. When if I tried to sing like Michael, now I have someone saying, uh, your pitch is too high. <laughs> uh, you know, now I'm listening to opinions. Now it is beginning to make me stop singing or pay more attention to how I'm singing instead of just being my authentic self. I had to go through two years of going backwards to say when you were innocent, when you were really who you were, Angela, what, who were you? What was that character? And one thing I noticed, I always wanted to teach. From five years old, if my family and my cousins and everyone came over to visit, you know, the boys would go out and play football, basketball, whatever the boys wanted to play. The girls, we, we would choose something to play every time we got together. And every time we got together, you can change up what you want, Dr. Viv. So, you know, I may have my cousin and she wants to play restaurant. So we, she had to take all of our orders and, you know, she brings us our food to the table. You know, my sister, she would want to play beauty salon. So she would do all of our hair, you know, and, and, and we were her clients. When it came to me, Dr. Viv, I never changed what I wanted to do, no matter how often they came to visit. I always wanted to play school and I had to be the teacher. When I went back to that and noticed all through my life, I've always taught, I've always encouraged, I've always been people cheerleaders, sort of say. I've always been your hype man. You can do it, you can do it. I realized that is who I really am. I lost that along the way, as many of us do. And I would say to anyone that's listening, Dr. Viv, if you're asking yourself that question, who am I? 
if you're asking yourself that, go back to when you really knew who you were, and it doesn't matter how young you were when you have to realize that. Go backwards and figure that out, and you will find who you really are. And from there, I was able to build on that. I was able to say, you are a teacher. What would you like to teach? What are you so passionate about that if someone continued to talk to you about it, it would never grow old. It would never get stale. You would never get annoyed. <laughs> and that thing is relationship. Relationship stood out. And I began to see before I was a coach, people would come to me, my friends, family, and we would talk about relationships. I was the go-to girl. I was the one that you would go to and tell me about your relationship. And I always had advice for you. And it didn't matter if I was going through my divorce, Dr. Viv, I would still give you positive advice and I would still tell you the things that I believe that could help you salvage that relationship and create that healthy environment. When I realized that being a certified coach was a no-brainer. You're, you're a fighter, you know, you're, you're a fighter. Um, and, and you said a lot of things because we, it is life that so many things happen that make us forget who we are. You know, and, and, and you said something about the world also telling us who we should be and dictating and putting labels on us that automatically begins to put limiting beliefs in our minds. And it sometimes takes this sort of experience to then wake you up and say, go back. What were you created for? Who were you before people started telling you who you shouldn't be? Yeah, really, 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 really powerful. You have your notion that says, bear your scars for others to heal. Why is that important? It is important for me because first it was hard for me. I will be honest with you because bearing your scars, and I can probably talk to so many people, bearing your scars is, Sometimes you were ashamed of what went on in your life. Sometimes you wanted to bury those things and never bring them back up because when you bring them back up to the surface, it hurts all over again. A lot of times people uh, accuse other people of not wanting to share their stories because they think they have something to hide. It's not always the case. Sometimes you bury that thing and you no longer want to hurt. Yeah. I'm able to bear them. I had to get past the shame because if I bear it, I have to tell you that I had a part to play. Mm. And that was something I struggled with. Struggling with trying to look perfect. Struggling with, you know, it was him, it was him, and I still look good. Struggling with if I tell my clients that I had a part to play, would they think I'm credible? Would they want to hire me? You know, uh, it, it, would they think negatively of me? I had to get past that and say to myself, if I bear my scars, scars, why are you bearing it anyway, Angela? Why would you even want to? Why would you consider it? My answer was this, to help others heal. <laughs> not to make you feel sorry for me, not to make you feel uh, empathy for me, to help you heal, to help you realize that it's okay to hurt, it's okay to say you hate someone, it's okay to say I'm mad, it's okay. But go on from that. So when I realized my motive for wanting to bear my scars, and I realized it was about the, the purpose and not the 
person got the view, it gave me that courage to go ahead and do that. And when I realized the results were very positive, that my clients would say, hey, listen, I appreciate you saying that to me. Had you not bared your scars, I would not be able to empty out my closet. It works for me. It works for them. It's a win-win situation. And I would never, ever look back at not wanting to bear my scars. And I would advise anyone to do that. You would be surprised. When you bear your scars, it's actually helping you get over the hurt. And it could sound so crazy because we think, I don't want to bring it back up because I'm going to hurt. The more you tell your story, Dr. Viv, I'm noticing, the stronger you get. The stronger you get. And when you begin to see other people's lives transform because of your story, the happier you are. So yes, it's a selfish reason, but it helps other people as well. Wow. I, 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 I agree. It's not always easy to bear the story. It's not always easy to, to share, but it's, it's liberating. You know, it's, it's liberating. And, and I mean, okay, so now let's come to the whole relationship. You know, the whole relationship matters. What, what are some of the most common relationship issues couples have and what advice do you tend to give them? I want to just say that I am a relationship coach for singles as well as couples. But let me just answer your question first with the couples. The biggest issue that couples come to me about are lack of commitment, lack of communication, lack of intimacy, and lack of trust. You would be surprised that even when we stop at lack of trust, a lot of times it is not because someone in that current relationship has done anything where it broke the trust. A lot of times, Dr. Viv, is because it trust issues came into this current situation because of a previous situation. And we have to break those things down. And I often say he's not him and she's not her. And we begin to deep dive and find out what is the real issue here. Uh, the commitment, the lack of commitment part. Uh, even though two people are together, Dr. Viv, doesn't necessarily mean they're both committed to this relationship. A lot of times we're in relationships and someone or sometimes both are not really committed. A lot of times we were committed to the fun of the relationship, but when troubles come, we run away. We run away from the relationship. Uh, we don't want to face those things. And we realize we're not as committed as we thought we were. So that's a really big issue. When we talk about lack of intimacy, intimacy does not always stop in the bedroom. Intimacy is what is intimate to you. And a lot of times, a lot of couples are struggling with this because what your partner thinks is an intimate situation may not be intimate to you. Therefore, we're struggling with that because they're giving you what they think is intimate to them, but they're not realizing, have you found out what's intimate to your partner? What's intimate to me they may be watching a video, a video with you. That may be intimate for me. For you, it may be walking through a park. We have to ask the questions to our partner. What does intimacy look like to you? And the other thing is lack of communication. I left that last on purpose, Dr. Viv, because Lack of effective communication, should I say, because we're all talking, you know, we're all talking, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're all talking, but, but is it effective? I often use uh, this joke so people can realize what I'm talking about. There was a wife and she told her husband, hey, honey, every time our neighbor leaves for work, he kisses his wife and he tells her he loves her. How come you never do that? 
And he said, how can I, honey? I barely know the lady. She was communicating, but she wasn't effectively communicating, Dr. Viv. Oh, because she left out a couple of words, he really did not interpret what she was saying. You and I know she meant, why don't you do those things to me? But she neglected to say those words and it caused trouble. I teach the art of effective communication. That is for our couples. The biggest issue that our singles have is they're having the issue of meeting the, the wrong people. And they're thinking a lot of times, what am I doing? What am I doing? What's wrong with me? A lot of times there's nothing wrong with you. The only thing that is wrong is you keep choosing the wrong people. And, you know, and because of that, I created a freebie and um, it is 51 questions you should ask within the first 21 days of getting to know someone, not within the first 21 days of lying down with someone, of getting to know them. Because we're asking cute questions, Dr. V, of like, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite meal? But is that really going to help you determine, is this person good for your future? What about asking, what is your relationship with your father? What is your relationship with your mother? Do you ha have you ever been convicted of a crime? If so, what was it? We're not asking those questions that could help us get in that healthy relationship and it would be a long lasting relationship. Those are the areas that the couples are having issues with as well as our, as well as our singles. I tell you like, this is so packed. This is so, I feel, I feel like we could go on and on and on, you know, with all the questions, you know, there's so much like, there are people that may want to reach out and, and, you know, even work with you or deal with some of those things, you know, communication is so key. And just that, I mean, I know I laughed quite loud, but it's so true because you're, you're thinking, are you not understanding what I'm saying? I, I thought I was explaining and the other person is thinking, what are you saying? It's, it's so, it's so, 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 so true. And when you talk of singles, you know, it, it's can be tough being single you know, and maybe you've been waiting for it and only to find out that, um, what's wrong with me? And re really, really, just as you said, people are picking the wrong, wrong people for the wrong reasons. Um, so, so powerful, so powerful. And I think that's a, fr a free resource. That resource you mentioned is one that, you know, people should, um, you should, should, should go after. So I'm going to ask you like, um, if people want to connect with you, or check out the free resource or, you know, reach out, where, where, where can they go to do that? Oh, sure. Thank you for um, allowing me to um, say that. I always say my Instagram, Dr. Ville, because my Instagram, I give daily relationship tips and techniques. That is free. Go on the Instagram. Don't stop at the photos that you see. Read the description and that costs you nothing. My Instagram name, Dr. Ville, is Angela.S.Walker. And in my bio, in my Instagram, if you click the link, it shows all my services. I have a service there called Ask Me Anything. And that's for when you to schedule a call. Maybe you don't want to hire a coach, sort of say, to walk you through your entire relationship. You may have a relationship issue at the moment that you need to discuss before you walk out the door of the entire relationship. I created that service. It's a dollar a minute for you to call before you make a wrong decision and before you say the wrong thing and you talk to me and that's an unbiased ear that someone is not going to judge that someone is not going to repeat your information it's confidential and you would actually find that it's very helpful for those moments that you need an ear right there so click on that bio dr viv and everything is there 
it's a safe space, a safe space, a safe space. So Angela, it's been amazing talking to you. But before we go, I want to ask, um, the pandemic changed many things for I, I, the, the whole world felt it in some way, right? I want to speak for the singles, right? As someone who's single myself. <laughs> there are many singles who said, this is the year, this is the time. We're going to make the, you know, this is the time when I want the relationship <laughs> to happen. I'm going to go out and we're going to make it happen. And then boom, boom, boom. <laughs> the pandemic said, mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. It's a period when, obviously, um, we're beginning to bounce back and, you know, navigate. Many people have been discouraged. We don't know when things will end, but thankfully things are getting better. What advice do you give to people who are single right now and maybe have almost lost hope or are trying to find a way through to getting their relationship going, even in this tough time? Oh, what a great question, Dr. Viv. I'm so happy you asked that question. Here's my advice. Here's my tip. Pause. Slow down. Stop being anxious. Stop being impatient. Utilize this time for self-care. Utilize this time to figure out, do I really want a relationship? Because here's the thing I'm running into. A lot of singles think they want a relationship right now, but they're not ready. You can't answer a question when I ask a question like, what does a healthy and long-lasting relationship looks like to you? I'm getting people that can't answer the question. I would say, slow down. Write a journal. Find out what are you looking for in a partner. Take your time. Take this pandemic opportunity as a blessing to say, hold on. Let me make sure. Let me put it. Let me give you an example. I want to give someone a tangible example if yeah. you're single, because I know how that itches. I know how it yes. feels. <laughs> Been there, done that. If you're driving along in your car and you are impatient because the car in front of you is moving way too slow, Dr. Viv, many times we move over into another lane and we don't realize that we can cause another collision because there was a blind spot. Don't be so uh, quick to want to rush out and get into a relationship. Check your blind spot. Make sure that you're not going to run into something that you are not ready for. Because sometimes when we rush into a relationship, when you settle because you're, you're just, your biological clock is ticking or whatever your reason is, your friends are getting married, they're happily with someone. When you rush, you tend to settle. And my advice to singles would be this. The only thing you need to settle for is less dessert. The only thing you need to settle for is less dessert. Okay. <laughs> you said it, you said it, you said it. I was about to wrap it up there on that, but I think I will be unfair to probably the couples. I think what has been interesting with this period is a lot of people have been stuck at home and you hear on the news how people are getting tired of being at home or, you know, with the people that they, well, I say, should be married to and happily living with and suddenly... You're in the house and people are struggling and I'm like, I don't understand, but you're married. <laughs> what do you say to these people? <laughs> you know, how, how, how can they get past this point and build healthy relationships? You are full of great questions, Dr. Viv. Oh. I'm happy we're yielding to our couples as well. Uh, 
here's what has happened to our couples during this pandemic. Before the pandemic, we were off to work. We would separate ourselves going to work. And that space of time allowed us to miss one another. Well, we don't have that space or time because we're looking at each other in this other space. What I recommend in my tip is this. Even though you're in the same place together 24 hours, seven days a week, create that time, schedule the time where you separate. It doesn't matter if you can, you have to go in another room uh, to get that self time, that me time, sort of say, separate yourself. Uh, because when you separate yourself, it allows you to regroup. It allows you to know that you are important on your own as well. And then when you re-enter back into that space together, you're not resentful. Uh, you're not feeling as edgy or on edge. You're happy to see your partner. Schedule that time. Uh, it is very vital to your relationship because you do not want to be happy before the pandemic and get a divorce or break up after the pandemic. Listen, every relationship would be under fire, under trial, and have issues. This is just another issue. It's called COVID-19 pandemic. You will be able to survive, but schedule that time to separate. And I don't care if it has to be an hour. Get that hour out of the way. Do some self-care if you have to take a shower for 30 minutes and let the water run on you. If you have to go and watch a comedy show. If you have to go mow the lawn, whatever it is, get that space alone, and then you will be able to re-enter that relationship full of love once again, and who knows, you may just wrap it up in the room. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, Angela, I have so enjoyed this. Like you have been so amazing. And guys, I hope you have felt as much value as I have felt that she has shared today. This has been amazing. Angela, I think we're going to bring you back at some point again, and I'm sure the audience will love to hear more of this. You know, it has really been amazing guys. Once again, if you have not already subscribed to the channel, please, please press, 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 subscribe, press, subscribe. If you're not already um, subscribed as well to the podcast, press, press, press. All links are in description. And please, if you're not already following me on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on, on Twitter, like I love to connect with people. I also want to know what you want us to talk about. And we'll see who, who I can also bring on to help um, share. And again, all links and description, Angela's links and description for you to connect, reach out. And if you need help, like relationship help, please don't, 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 don't be scared to reach out to Angela. All links and description. Until next time, guys, until the next episode, take care, stay well, and God bless. <laughs>